number 158 from June of 2019, Teddy. My mother-in-law Vera died last month at the age of 95, so we had some relatives come and stay with us and attend the funeral. It was Deborah's sister-in-law, Kathleen, and her two grown children, and they are very nice people, and we like them and enjoy having them with us. However, Kathleen brought along her fluffy white dog, Teddy, and I couldn't help but think what a nuisance that must be to drag a dog all the way from Kansas City. I realized that we are going to have a dog in the house, and that is not something that I look forward to. I have a pretty firm policy that the people should live inside the house, and the animals should live outside the house, so this was an adjustment for me. When we, all, when we all went to the funeral, we had to leave Teddy alone in the house. There was no crate, and he was just going to be running free. Everybody but me seemed to think that this was no problem, and that Teddy would be fine. I had visions of a big hole chewed in the middle of the carpet and dog poop sprinkled throughout the house. This did not happen. However, when we returned home after the funeral dinner, we walked over all kinds of strips of wood scattered all over the floor in the laundry room and the kitchen. Teddy had eaten his way through the kitchen door. He had created his own doggy door into the laundry room and then tried unsuccessfully to get through the metal door to the garage. We were all shocked at the carnage left behind, and we had assurances that Teddy never did this kind of thing before. Kathleen took Teddy and whispered sweet nothings in his ear and made him fold his paws and pray for forgiveness. Watching this almost made me feel worse than the demolished door, however. I said nothing and went and changed my clothes and began working on the next sermon. I think Kathleen wondered if I would ever speak to them again, but I did. I reminded myself that situations like this are opportunities to work on my character defects of intolerance, impatience, and resentments. I related this story of Teddy to a friend, and he said, Didn't that make you mad? That is an interesting question. It implies that the behavior of others can dictate our feelings and what we do about those feelings. That is not true. I might have chosen to be mad in this situation, but it was not because I had no choice. You might take issue with the following statement, but it is absolutely true. Nobody can make you mad. You might be mad, but it was not because somebody made you mad. You chose to be mad. You could have chosen to feel something else. You are in charge of your feelings. Why would you want to let somebody else be in charge of your emotions? If that were true, you and I would just be puppets with our strings being pulled at will. Moreover, nobody can make you happy either, if you really don't want to be. Nobody can make you scared or disappointed or lonely or any other feeling for that matter. You are in charge of that. The best example of a person not having their feelings controlled by another is Jesus himself. He had people crucifying him, beating him, and jeering at him, and had every reason to be angry and hateful to these people. But Jesus chose not to feel hate, but compassion and understanding. He prayed, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. That is being in charge of your own feelings. So, I could have been angry at Teddy and at his owner, but I endeavored instead to feel pity and understanding. Teddy was, after all, in a strange place and was just trying to get through to the last place that he saw his family leave the house. 
Kathleen lost her husband and finds comfort in having Teddy with her wherever she goes, so it made sense for her to bring him along on the trip. In like fashion, don't we all find that there are some people who are irritating and try to pull our chain? What might happen if we resisted the impulse to immediately go to anger and instead go to curiosity and wonder how that person was raised and what they might have been through in life? In short, what if we tried to see things from their perspective and understand them? It might go better and our lives might have more serenity. It worked for Jesus. It could work for us.